Networking and marketing made simple is for you, the business owner who has a product, a service, or a message that you believe in. My name is Scott Aaron, and each week we'll take a behind the scenes look into the real world marketing and networking tactics and strategies for getting what you have in front of you to a lot more people. Thanks for spending time with me. And now let's get started. Hey, everybody. So this is, I would say, one of those episodes where it's a game changer. So we all have inspirations in our lives and a huge inspiration to myself and Nancy is John Lee Dumas. And some of you may know who John is. He's got one of the top podcasts out there called Entrepreneurs on Fire. But also he has one of our favorite books that we actually gift every single person on our mastermind called The Common Path to Uncommon Success. Uh, he has over, I believe, 142 million total listens on his podcast. He's got 3,900 episodes. He consistently, from his podcast, makes around $150,000 a month, every single month. Now, some months more than others and less than others, but this is a one of those pinch me moment episodes where we talk about all different things about the importance of his book, his podcast, how it's helped him, because this is something that Nancy and I talk about often. It's what we teach in our mastermind is that a podcast helps you grow so much personally and professionally. So we're going to dig into all that and more. So enjoy this epic, epic episode with the one and the only John Lee Dumas. So John, welcome to today's episode. And uh, just, this is kind of like one of those pinch me moments. Uh, you've been a, a huge inspiration to myself and my wife, Nancy. Uh, your book, The uh, Common Path to Uncommon Success is actually a book that we gift to every single member of our mastermind that joins because uh, it's helped us so much, uh, not just being in the podcasting world, but the the journey and the story that is shared in there is just so impactful. And, uh, you know, with the limited time that we have, there's so many questions that I want to ask you. And, you know, I, I want to lead off by by saying that and asking, you know, you've you've made some incredible connections over the years and how you came into our world is my my wife is a huge Amy Porterfield fan and she was listening to a podcast episode that featured you and the rest is history. So for you, you've done so many different things and and obviously landed in the in the podcasting world. How did you make those initial connections and obviously making the connections to the likes of Amy Porterfield? And how's that impacted your journey in the way that it has? Well, first off, I receive everything you shared, Scott. So thank you for the kind words. Thank you for listening over the years and for most importantly, taking action on some of the content I've been able to share, you know, not just myself, but obviously through my guests as well. And a big shout out to Nancy. She's obviously uh, an amazing woman for pointing you towards entrepreneurs on fire. And 100%. Other uh, awesome things, I'm sure. So, you know, what I would think I would say is, one of the most underrated parts of being a podcast host is 
the connections, the networking, the relationships that you build. And like, you know, you and I are going to be on here for 15 minutes. And, you know, a lot of people might be like, but it's just 15 minutes. But hey, being one-on-one with somebody, like looking them in the eye, like hanging out with them. I mean, man, when's the last time you've really done that with a number of people? Like there's very few people in your life that you sit down with for 15 plus minutes and have like a real one-on-one, non-distracted conversation. I'm talking not with the TV on watching the sports game or not with four other people, you know, all, all chirping in or whatever it might be. So you build real meaningful connections and relationships. I can remember Amy Portfield was one of my power 20. Like she was somebody that I really wanted to interview on the first portion of my show back in 2012. And when she said, yes, I was really fired up about that. And of course we had a great like 15 or 20 minute interview because that's how long my interviews are. My average interview is like 17 minutes. And we had a great conversation. And then guess what? It was done. I aired her interview. It was awesome. But then a couple months later, I'm at a conference and I walked up to her and I said, Amy, hey, John Lee Doom is here. You probably don't remember me, but I interviewed you in Entrepreneurs on Fire. She's like, oh my God, yeah, of course. We had a great conversation and blah, blah, blah. We're doing a speaker's dinner tonight. Do you want to come join us? And like, I was out to dinner with her that night, hanging out, having fun and meeting other people. And like, those are just the small things that can crack you open when you're just getting going in the game or, you know, progressing in your journey. So to me, the connections, the relationships, they're real. They're awesome. I mean, hey, if you go to podcast movement this coming, you know, summer, I mean, we see each other. I mean, we're going to high five. We're going to talk about, you know, the conversation we had about Nancy and how awesome she is. I mean, that's just going to happen. Whereas, you know, flip the script and like we never have this conversation, you might walk up to me and say, hey, John, like I listened to the podcast. Can we do a quick selfie? He's like, okay, gone. And then we're off and you don't have that connection. So to me, like there's a lot of very valuable ways to connect, to build relationships. And podcasting is just such a genuine one of those. It's one of the the top networking tips that I I give people and people, you know, your, your net worth is in direct correlation to your network. And one of the best ways to, to grow a network. And what I have found is, is having something of value, like a podcast where I can reach out to another podcaster and say, Hey, let's support each other's networks. Let's hop on a call. Let's see if we have any synergy and, and see if we could do a podcast swap. Now, I just want to pivot really quickly. And for, for those that are listening that aren't familiar with you and your journey. Obviously, you, you have a pretty diverse background, um, being in the finance industry, real estate. And I, I want to kind of pause right there for a quick second, because they're they're very different from each other. Being in the finance world for the time that you were a part of it, and also in real estate, which of those two did you find most impactful for the things that you're doing now? And what was the greatest lesson that you learned in those experiences that helped you not only with your podcast, but entrepreneurs on fire and everything else that you're doing now. It's funny because as you're asking that question and I'm thinking about the answer, I'm really coming to the same conclusion because although they're diverse in what they are for their industries and for the verticals and for what you're actually doing on a day-to-day basis, it still comes down to building relationships. When I was in corporate finance, it was about me building relationships with other financial advisors getting them to trust me, to know me, to like me, so that they would use the products and services that I was promoting. When I was in real estate, it was getting customers and clients to trust me, to like me, and building relationships with them. And it's the same thing in the podcasting space, in the entrepreneurial space. I mean, it's the human space. So, I mean, that's a really good question you asked because, you know, something that 
honestly, I haven't like directly thought about in a long time, but it was just what exactly came up for me when you were asking me to say, you know, which one of the two? No, but it was actually just the building of trust of relationships. That was the key thread, like the through line for pretty much everything that I've done. Yeah. I mean, no one buys anything from anyone that they don't know, like, or trust. But if going back to what you said, whether it's corporate finance, real estate, podcasting, there is a uh, a definitive uh, correlation between everything that you've done because of the trust that you build, like you said, with all those examples. Now, there's been a huge shift in in the marketing world, you know, the podcasting world. It's it's just it's grown so much since you started back in 2010. Who do you see doing marketing right right now on social media and the business that they're building? Because again, we're all looking at what other people are doing, but. Who stands out to you as someone that's really promoting themselves the right way? They're really putting some good content out there. And in essence, it's actually inspiring you to continue kind of your journey. It's Alex Ramosi. He's somebody that I'm just seeing doing it right right now. And he's doing it right because he's just being himself. You know, he's wearing these short shorts and these jacked up socks and these white, you know, tank tops. And got that great mustache. Great stash. He could care less. And he just tells the truth. You know, he's not trying to, you know, stand by a Lamborghini or like just show a backdrop of like his beautiful house all the time. Like he's just kind of dropping truth bombs. And, you know, his book was good. Um, I think it's overrated, but it was good. <laughs> and he's doing some really cool things on social media as far as the clips and the repurposing and you know, the, you can tell he's building real relationships with real people and real movers and shakers. Um, so, you know, he's he's on a rocket ship right now, and um, I don't need to add fuel to his fire, but uh, he's doing some good things. Yeah, I've been seeing him for years, and he is doing some great stuff. Here's an interesting question, and this just actually, I don't know why it just came to the surface, but it did. If the podcasting world went away and John Lee Dumas can do anything else that he wants to do right now, if it wasn't podcasting, what else inspires you and what else would you be doing right now if it wasn't for the podcasting? The biggest thing that inspires me is really health, the health space and dialing in on the health space, you know, because I'm a big person about niching down and niching down again until it hurts. Like I can see myself going really deep in a number of areas within health. Like one could be sleep, like really going deep on sleep and becoming like that person. Um, you know, nutrition is so important too. like just the foods you put in your body and like how each individuals react to that. Like, so those would be a couple areas that I would really explore. What I'd be looking for is like, what's a huge problem in this space, um, in the health space that's just for some reason not being solved that well. And how can I become the number one solution to that problem? And I would, I'd go deep there. I love that. And, you know, my at the time that we're recording this, my wife and I were actually doing um, something called the personal branding blueprint, which is our way of teaching people how to build their personal brands online. And we have a saying that is just it's called niching down, niche down. And the more granular and the more niche you can become, obviously, you can penetrate that specific market that much better. Now, uh, the other thing that kind of came up for me is there are some knowns of things that you've experienced with the growth of your podcast and all the great things that it's doing. 
what is something that you learned or happened um, with the inception of the podcast in, in 2010 to where it is right now, 13 years later? What is something unexpected that came about from launching your podcast that you didn't necessarily think was going to happen, but it did? I'd say the biggest thing that happened since launching the podcast was that I would love public speaking. You know, I think most people don't really naturally enjoy public speaking. In fact, it's one of the biggest phobias that humans have in this world. Like the kind of the running joke, which is kind of more true than not, is that people would rather be at the casket or in the casket at their funeral than giving the eulogy at a funeral. Like it's it's kind of like one of those running jokes because people have such a fear of public speaking. And I feel like I had like, a, a average slash natural fear of speaking in public. Um, wasn't like overly terrified about it, but you know, was definitely gotten nervous and, and, and stressed out about it. But now because of the podcast and the opportunities to open up for me, like I do love being on stage and presenting in front of huge audiences, like the more, the merrier, like some of the biggest audiences I've spoken at in front of like five, seven, 10,000 people. Like I, honestly feel like at home on that stage where if you told me like 10 years ago, that was the case, I'd be like, no way, but I really do enjoy it. Yeah. I'm right there with you. I, there's nothing, I just love connecting with an audience and, and, you know, when all the eyeballs are on you, some people can kind of clam up and get a little bit nervous, but <laughs> I, I love that energy because I know they're focused on learning something from the person that they're looking at. So John, two final questions while I have you on here. Um, Having a daily podcast like you have is something very unique. It's very diverse. Um, most people do, you know, weekly episodes or bi-weekly episodes, um, even twice a month episodes. For the person that's just starting out in podcasting, outside of reading the common path to uncommon success, what's your best advice for that new podcaster that's looking to build some consistency, some rapport, and some trust? And what should that person do? That person should not do an interview-based podcast. They should sit down and they should say, what's something that I'm passionate about, I'm, I'm excited about, that I have skills and value to add to the world in, that I can really identify a problem or a void in the marketplace and create the number one solution around that problem and then just focus on a podcast around that. Like, for instance, if my sleep podcast was to ever come out, it would be a solo podcast. It would just be me giving amazing sleeping knowledge, advice, guidance every now and then, maybe once a month, maybe even uh, less frequent. I might bring on an expert in the sleep space to talk about X, Y, or Z, but it would be a solo-based podcast, topic-based, just me, the microphone, and my listeners. Love that. Before the final question, two rapid fire What's your favorite podcast right now that you're listening to? And what's your go-to personal development book that you constantly go back and read over and over again? Proof Podcast, which is Kevin Rose's NFT-focused podcast. I think it's fantastic. He actually has a daily one now, so it comes out um, five days a week. It's like 10 minutes long. Um, so I love that. And what was the second question? Uh, favorite book that you've read or you continue to go back and reread because it's impacted you so much. I'd say The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. Oh, love that book. Love that book. All right, final question. Um, what does success truly mean to you? One word, freedom. If I'm successful, I have the freedom to choose what I want to do, where I want to do it, and with whom I want to do it with. 
Awesome. John, listen, I, I can't tell you enough how much this has meant to me to have you on the podcast today. Grateful for you, grateful for your podcast, your book, everything that you're doing to support business owners, entrepreneurs, podcasters. And, uh, you know, as my parents always told me, the proof is in the pudding. And uh, <laughs> the proof is definitely in your pudding because you have carved a path and you have paved a way for all of us to walk alongside of you, you know, to do exactly not necessarily what you've done, but you've paved the way for other people's success. So thank you again for being here. Appreciate the kind of words, brother. Say hi to Nancy for me. I will. Thank you so much. Thank you so much again for checking out today's episode. And if you are listening through iTunes, Spotify, wherever you are, please leave me a rating and review. Let me know what you loved, what you would like to see improved, or ideas you have for future episodes. And if you are interested in taking your business to the next level, don't hesitate to go to my website, www.scotterron.net where you can schedule a free discovery call with me where I can learn more about you, your business, what you're struggling with, and how we can work together. And don't forget to check out my wife, Nancy, and mine, our free community on Facebook called LinkedIn Leads for Life. We would love to see you in there. Have a great rest of your day. And thank you, everyone, for your support. Grateful for each and every one of you.